0: Hello and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take three bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena.
1: I'm your other host, Sean.
0: And this week we are watching the show called Haven't You Heard? I'm Sakamoto.
1: Sakamoto desu
0: Um And the Japanese literally means I'm Sakamoto, you know? Which is a better name in my opinion.
1: <laughs> when, have you, um, when did you first find out about Sakamoto. Um, what do you remember first hearing or seeing this?
0: So, this was when I used to be on Tumblr. Um, the anime came out in 2016. And that, mm-hmm. that was back when I was on Tumblr and I kept seeing gifs of it and like little video clips people would put up. And it looked really, really funny. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. There There were parts mm-hmm. where
0: like, I think Sakamoto's mom was looking for him or something and he was hiding in like the funniest places.
2: Uh,
0: and it just looked, you know, lighthearted and ni- and fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you, what do you remember?
1: Oh, pretty much the same thing. Okay. Just I, I I think that this is another skit show, kind of like,
0: kind of like, kind like Chicho. Was it Daily Lives of High School Boys?
1: No, that's different. Is it? I mean, it is a skit show. It's not. There are all sketch shows. <laughs> Anyways, so the are we already basically know that the premise of this one is that all of the bits are going to be about
0: about Sokobot him turn. getting
1: into absurd situations and then right. coming out of them perfectly. It is
0: a very interesting plot in that, like, he is supposed to be perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. People are always saying that you shouldn't make your main character perfect, but what if that's the, like, <laughs> what if you did, though? What if you did, though? The
0: the part of the plot synopsis on Wikipedia is, um, despite the strange situations he may be in, Sakamoto always manages to emerge in absolute perfection and as a result makes himself seem even cooler.
1: <laughs> There's no going down for this guy.
0: Yeah, so it's just like people will like prank him and stuff and try to make him seem uncool but no matter what he's always comes out shining and i'm i definitely would be the kind of person to be like now what do i have to do to make him look uncool like, i'm gonna try mm-hmm. it
1: have you ever known anybody in your life to appear to be perfect no <laughs> no never never you've never even idealized that someone is perfect
0: uh, I mean, like, my grandma, I guess.
1: Does that count? <laughs> it's not really the same thing. <laughs> oh, well. Have you? Uh, hmm. Perfect. Hmm, perfection. I don't know, maybe I was too self-absorbed.
0: <laughs> Aha, the perfect person was yourself all along.
1: No, that's not true. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, the other skit shows... That's that's the main thing that makes this one different, I guess. The other skit shows is the main characters getting into shenanigans, and this one is other characters trying to get this character into shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, although I am wondering if it's going to be... Um, because I'm not like super into Joe because it leans less, more towards Slice of Life for me, even though it is funny. I'm wondering mm. if I'm actually going to like it as a comedy thing or lean towards indifference because it is a Slice of Life thing.
1: Mm, I think that this one will be more up your alley. I can predict that already.
0: <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and get into it then. I This is kind of a short opening, but... As far as Wikipedia is concerned, there's not much going on.
1: Are you worried about this show? Are you worried about yourself? I'm Are you worried, worried about anything? <laughs> Maybe you're Sakamoto.
0: Oh, no, I'm not.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the answer I should have said.
0: What's the answer you should have said?
1: That I sometimes think that you're perfect.
0: That's gross and sappy
1: yeah it's just a dating thing
0: <laughs> gross nah alright uh let's go watch the show
1: she'll never say that I'm perfect
0: <laughs> bon appetit
1: she's so critical save me <laughs>
0: and we're back
1: alright that was really good
0: it was really good
1: why is it that whenever you pick something at random uh, it's really good but when I pick something at random it's really bad
0: I that's not necessarily always true
1: okay well that's how it feel like right at this moment
0: <laughs> um so what did you think of Sakamoto
1: Sakamoto was really fun. The person, not the show. Oh, the person. The person. Yeah. Um. At first, I believed that he was just like oblivious to everything that was going on around him. Like he was an oblivious weirdo. And then he was just like accidentally like super popular and accidentally solving everyone's problems. Um. Yeah. But you, but you turned me on to the evidence that he was more manipulative but in a positive way like more cunning more capable planning
0: yeah i um i think manipulative as a word has a lot of negative connotations but whenever i use it i mean it like literally Mm -hmm. like you're manipulating people in a way that makes them do a thing that they weren't intending to do
1: Mm -hmm. which (laughs) i mean is definitely what he's doing he's using his manipulation powers for good
0: Right, so in the first episode, um, due to a series of events, there is a fire, and they are accidentally locked in the classroom. And he just does this move, and the other boys that are in there with him are like, oh, he's trying to put out the fire by stepping back and forth real quick and making a breeze or whatever. And they get really competitive, and they start doing it with him.
1: Mm -hmm. But then it turns Um, out that... (laughs) They're just stomping on the floor above the faculty room, and a teacher comes up and saves them.
0: Yeah, like his actual plan was to make noise, and he, and and he got everyone else to help him, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, to, on the on that on that note, basically, like uh, every episode has like two stories in it in the like two halves of the episode. Um,
0: and sometimes a an interstitial.
1: Yeah, which it feels a lot to me like an adaptation of the manga chapters, but um
0: yeah, probably.
1: It 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 feels like a much faster show like those 11-minute cartoons that are much more digestible.
0: Yeah, it's it's like watching Star vs. the Forces of Evil mm-hmm. where it's like, "Oh, I'm I'm only watching, you know, 12-minute bits, but Because those bits go by so fast, the whole, like, hour and a half that we're watching the show feels faster.
1: Right. Um, And in that first bit, as it was going for most of it, it felt like if the the person you were watching it with had, like, no idea what um, the Sakamoto uh, enemy was about, if they had had no preparation, then they probably would have thought that it was the start to, like, a much more serious show. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. The opening has, like, a really cool and, like, dramatic theme song. Yeah,
1: it's still a little goofy, though, in the visuals. Sakamoto pretending to be yeah. a star with his broom.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the fun thing is, so the whole show is Sakamoto is, like, cool and aloof, and no one quill- really knows what his plans are, but it always ends up working for the better. mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, But in the opening, you've got this super dramatic song and you get all these cool shots of Sakamoto, but you also get him like playing with a broom, pretending to play guitar or sing or, you know, you get like this weird nerdy side of him. Yeah, it's that. Though he is pretty weird throughout the
1: show. mm -hmm. It's that contrast between a stoic perfection and the silly situations that is what makes this show just like really fun to watch
0: yeah and so when we were reading the the premise of the show they were saying like oh the classmates would prank him to see if they could trip him up or whatever i thought it was gonna be more of a oh sakamoto's so cool like does he ever fail let's see if we can you know make him look uncool for fun or whatever but this in the show it's more like um I hate Sakamoto because he is so perfect and I am jealous and I'm going to... Like, in the first episode, they were like, oh, we're gonna beat him up.
1: Right. It's not, like, a harmless curiosity. It's much more pointed and serious, which uh, is what makes, like, how dramatic and seriously everybody else is taking it compared to how silly and, like, completely unfazed Sakamoto is. Uh,
0: Yeah, and... And it's just, like, there is this another, like, huge contrast. Everyone in the show is drawn like a human being, and they act like a human being. Mm. And Sakamoto is the epitome of, like, perfect anime boy. He looks way more anime than everyone else, and he does these, like, physics-defying moves.
1: Yeah, everyone's drawn pretty realistically, except for him. He's a bit more um, idealized. Mm
0: -hmm. Although
1: that does make all of the high schoolers look like 30-year-olds by anime standards. (laughs)
0: yeah yeah it's kind of weird, but I can deal with it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: better than ten year olds I guess <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but uh, the real fun of the show is just how it is always unexpected, how it's always just, like surprising you. like it comes up with these problems, and like I don't think I ever properly predicted how Sakamoto was going to solve the issue. It was always fun to see what he comes up with.
0: Yeah, I think the closest I got was, so because there are, each episode is kind of split in half when he's solving a problem in each half, um, there were, like, six 12-minute bits that we
2: watched, Mm -hmm. um,
0: so the closest I got to predicting what was going to happen was in the bit where, uh, a kid at school is being bullied to, like, give up his money for protection or whatever, and, um sakamoto makes it very clear that he's not gonna fight anybody he's like no this is your problem solve it by yourself Mm -hmm. um
1: he's a lover not a fighter
0: yeah and he's a
1: thinker not a lover
0: (laughs) and and what happens is basically he like teaches the not even on purpose i think this is one of the times where like it's kind of on purpose but also kind of happens accidentally Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like his friend learns the value of like hard work and um being proud of yourself and and protecting what you've what you've made yourself
1: yeah i think that one of the uh (laughs) elements of what keeps this show like um what's the word for when it 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 keeps and grabs your attention
0: keeps the show
1: well anyways (laughs) I don't know what you're going to Anyways, but one of the things that, like, holds your interest when you're watching this show is that mystery, that enigma of, like, what's going on in Sakamoto's head.
0: Right, because you- Sakamoto, out of every single character, even though he's the main character, you get everyone else's, like, inner dialogue, except for his. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone falls in love with him.
0: Yeah. But not, like- yeah, even, like, just all of his classmates think he's cool and amazing, basically. As long as they've interacted with him for a period of time. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: it's people that don't know him that hate him.
1: Yeah. All we really know about Sakamoto is that he's extremely studious and he is gentle to animals.
0: Yeah, so he likes animals. He gets hundreds on all of his tests because you can't be less than perfect if you have bad grades, I guess. I
1: mean, nope.
0: Um. Well, and, and what I was saying earlier um it, it you do see like these kind of like eastern values of perfection
2: mm. um
0: because i think in america the way that uh the like bullying of of his friend would have resolved would have been much different than let's get a part-time job and teach you the value of
1: hard work <laughs> yeah that's not you know what i mean that's not a very um western narrative
0: yeah i it i it I feel like in Western, it definitely would have been like, learn to stand up for yourself. And if you if you show them that you're not afraid of them, then they're going to go away. Mm-hmm. And and this one is like, no.
1: <laughs> learn to have pride in yourself.
0: Yeah, like, you don't have to stand up for yourself in a violent way. You just have to, you know, respect your own work.
1: You just need to respect yourself and figure it out from there. <laughs> But, yeah, Sakamoto is always doing, like, anime stuff like flash stepping and, like, sword dueling with little hornets and stuff like that.
0: It was... That one was funny. Um, so, what's one where you think Sakamoto was accidentally cool? He was cool just because he's kind of an oblivious dude.
1: Um... let's see well he wasn't accidentally cool when he was fighting uh the hornet When
0: he was fighting the hornet no i mean he was like i'm just trying to study y'all because he was the only one not freaking out Mm -hmm. so i think but then he definitely did sword fight the hornet
1: yeah i feel like he was accidentally cool when he like made his curly haired friend Uh, and i think he was accidentally cool when he was being an errand boy
0: uh, the errand boy one for sure. So he is like, it's weird that he's so cool because he is kind of shown to be pretty naive at some points. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets picked up by an upperclassman, and the upperclassman basically is quote unquote like showing discipline to the underclassman, and he just makes him run a bunch of errands for him. Yeah, and 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 Sakamoto just. Be- Gets overzealous and freaks him out.
1: Yeah, I've, uh, I've, ex- I've observed this like gopher setup in a lot of different anime.
0: Oh yeah, it's. I mean, even in in like Western children's stuff, it can be kind of a, a trope of like do stuff for me because I'm
1: older. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But Sakamoto just. Sometimes he acts like an alien, you know, where yeah. Where he 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 acts like he's observing human behavior for the first time sometimes, you know.
0: Um yeah, I think one of my favorite bits um in the second half of the second episode, it's um psychological techniques for romance or something like that. Uh uh-huh, when and 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 there's a girl who every boy in the class loves her. And she's like, well, I can only date the most cool, most popular dude. So she sets her eyes on Sakamoto, who is a 100% oblivious to every single advance. <laughs> <laughs> um, So in that way, he's like oblivious there. But then he like, he gets super calculated. And what you mean about like, being kind of alien, like when it comes to relationships, he he picks up her psychology book for like romance and he uses the information he learns from that to make her some friends
1: essentially
0: (laughs) so that she'll leave him alone yeah
1: her her, her, like rival girls become friends with him because he pretends to be (laughs) possessed when they use a like basically a japanese ouija board
0: it okay it is so funny though so this is like a little bit of what you get of sakamoto not being cool and aloof but like a huge weirdo dork which by the way is not an insult as uh, a compliment <laughs> <laughs> but he like so they you know they do the ouija wrong and they're like oh god kokuri is in this room he's gonna curse one of us and sakamoto immediately starts acting like a fox
1: yeah apparently the ouija board operates on fox spirits
0: it's yeah, it's a fox demon energy. And and he like he like jumps around like a fox and walks on all fours and like licks his paws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like super weird. He just
1: commits to the bit so hard that they believe him and they go through with what he asks of them.
0: Mhm. I think that's my that's my favorite of the six the six bits. Mm. Do you have a fave?
1: Do I have a favorite of the six bits? Let's see here.
0: Hmm. so what was the first one i can't quite remember i know it was the bullies. the
1: first one was the bullies and the hornet the second one was
0: uh no no the hornet was the first one of the second episode
1: no the first one of the second episode was mcdonald's and the second half of the second episode was the idol girl and then the third episode was errand boy and then his best friend's mom
0: because I, I could have sworn that the, the JoJo dude didn't show up immediately. I thought he showed up. I think he showed up sec- partway through the first episode. I think he was the second half. Yeah, he was the second half. Oh, okay. So the first half was the bullies and the fire. Yeah,
1: and the second half was the Hornet.
0: The Hornet. And then it was...
1: Yeah, then it was McDonald's, which McDonald's. I think that was my favorite.
0: I liked it. I like... Uh, there's also like a weird amount of continuity in this Most bit shows do not have continuity for obvious reasons.
1: Yeah, I like the boy from the, like, very first story coming back in the McDonald's story and asking for his order with a smile from Sakamoto. And that had absolutely (laughs) nothing to do with the plot.
0: It was basically just that, like, from the first episode, he hated Sakamoto, and then he was, like, immediately charmed.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And Sakamoto's, uh friend from mcdonald's who with his work money got his hair straightened uh is just who he's talking to actually he was both parts of part three because he was in the first half where sakamoto was an errand boy and he was in the second half which was about his mom
2: yeah but it
0: it was nice that like they became friends in that episode where he convinced him to get a job and also he's like oh what should i spend my money on i've always wanted to have my hair straight and like for the rest of the episodes that we've seen, like his hair is straight. Right. It's just like little small bits like that that are really nice. Mm-hmm.
1: It's un- like, I don't know why, but I think that this is just like a really straightforward example of like why continuity matters. Like it matters because it's like, oh, the amount of attention and time that you put into the previous episodes matters in the future episodes.
0: Yeah, well, and you were saying, I didn't notice this, but in the preview for the fourth episode, um, you said it was a teacher we've seen before. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The teacher who comes up and uh, sees them in the fire situation uh, is the same teacher who is in the episode four preview.
0: Yeah, so so that's cool, too, that they're just kind of like keeping the same characters because he does go to the same school with the same like people
1: Mm-hmm. it's always the same characters in the same roles in the same seats i think
0: yeah um so that's a thing that i think is cool just like a little attention to detail
1: yeah it's nice it's nice um i guess i would s- so your
0: favorite bit is mcdonald's
1: yeah because of uh sakamoto it just like I think that was the episode where he was the most enigmatic. It was the episode where he made a friend and it was an episode where like he does something that like feels out of character, like working at McDonald's, but like he's a cool person and he doesn't stop being cool just because he like works at McDonald's or something. There's nothing elite about his coolness. Uh, He just is a handsome guy who works at McDonald's and that attracts customers.
0: (laughs) I think that I think... You're right in that it's like nobody in the show like looks at somebody working at McDonald's and is like, oh, you work in fast food? Like, mm, okay. You know how like I feel like in, in American media... There is definitely, like, a whatever if you work in fast food or food service at all. Yeah,
1: I, I think that a lot of times when fiction is trying to create a, like, cool, cooler, coolest type character like Sakamoto, uh, there is a lot of uh, elitism, either overt... Yeah, like,
0: oh, he ha- he has so much money and he's so cool because he lives in a huge house.
1: Yeah, that usually tanks along with that sort of character, and Sakamoto is... Cool, because he's completely divorced from uh, those tropes of elitism coming along with him.
0: Yeah, um, and I guess it makes sense that I like the 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 episode with the idol girl the most because that's the one where he's the dorkiest so
1: far. <laughs> yeah, I think that Sakamoto is actually, despite being perfect, he's a more relatable character than uh, others who might compare to him.
0: Yeah, I I do think like. When we were first watching it, before I really had time to think it over, I was like, I don't know if I like Sakamoto as a character because I don't know that he has a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. And and in the first episode, certainly, like he does the cool sword fight with the hornet, but otherwise, he's just like kind of a an aloof, calm dude. Mm-hmm. And then, like throughout the episodes, you keep seeing these other sides of him, like him. He really loves animals, and he's like not elitist. He he'll he'll go to work with his friends and he helps his friends study. Yeah. And it's, it's just a lot of little bits of him you get throughout the
2: episodes.
1: Yeah. You get the sense from him that he is like a, a, a genuine person. And like, this is not, yeah. there's no like, um there's no like, uh, what's the word? There's no artifice to him being how he is. He's just being himself.
0: Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because it also, I, I keep mentioning like Western versus Eastern. But it is very Western to be like, um, in in a lot of, like, kid shows, you'll see a character try to be cool by being aloof and, like, I don't care about anything. And, you know, they will learn at the end of the episode, oh, the, the best way to be cool is to be yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the person that applies most to is Sakamoto, because he's so weird and enigmatic.
1: Right, but he just is what he is you know he is these traits without it being like a uh, a fake cool face that he puts on
0: yeah and and the thing i've been thinking about especially when you mentioned elitism and i was thinking about cool in terms of like having money uh was oran high school host club oh yeah where like the main characters who are hosts are super cool because they are like oh, they're smooth talkers and they have money and they, like, go on cool vacations and stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. Even though they're actually Um, a bunch of goofballs.
0: They're actually a whole bunch of goofballs. And then um, you do kind of get that, like, moral when Haruhi comes in and she's, you know, Mm -hmm. poor and isn't specifically a smooth talker, but it's just, like, a cool, genuine person. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, like, a lot of people's vision of cool is the... the... The side of it where it's like you're trying to be cool.
2: Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Um. And I guess we're not going to talk about our least favorite bit, which was the last part of episode three, which was kind of a bummer to end on. But
1: yeah, it it was not a very well constructed um uh story. Uh. It, it.
0: No, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it kind
1: of relies on some weird tropes, but unfortunately. It's unfortunate but like we're still like batting like 5 out of 6 successes. So, you know, I guess Sakamoto really isn't perfect.
0: He's not, but you know, it's 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 those bits of imperfection that make him seem more more genuine like we were saying, <laughs> which kind of does make him seem more perfect, you know.
1: Hmm, this is a paradox. Uh, <laughs> uh one thing I was going to say is that uh, when you were saying uh that the idol girl bit was your favorite Uh, i was gonna say oh is it because of that one part (laughs) which i think is my favorite like moment in the show like singular moment so far where it's just like to get sakamoto's attention now i will just ignore him uh and then he's (laughs) like wait and she's like i got him but he's actually like there's a dog (laughs) on campus
0: there's a dog outside. And I was going
1: to say that's <laughs> why it's your favorite one. That's why oh, you that's like Sakamoto. A-
0: no. <laughs> Wait, look at that dog. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: perfect.
0: All right, do you have a rating then?
1: Um. Hmm. There's not. Can- it's a simple enough show that I almost feel like I can't give it the savory rating.
0: I agree. Like I said, I kind of reserve the savory for stuff with uh, an overlying plot. Stuff that
1: makes you think.
0: Not that this doesn't, won't have a a plot, but I, it is pretty much a bit show. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure it won't have a plot because they did that joke where it was like he can't say his first name on air.
0: Oh yeah, they broke the fourth wall in, in my favorite part also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But I think, I, I don't think, so you seem to disagree with my rating of sweet a lot, but I think that's kind of the assumption that I mean, it's childish. And I think this is sweet in like the real way.
1: Yeah, I think that I'm turning, I'm like, uh really reevaluating uh my definitions of the different ratings. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that sweet is actually probably much more of a, a catch all for good shows than I originally thought. Um, and that uh, there's nothing uh insulting about getting the sweet rating.
0: Yeah, um, because I do think it is a sweet show. I don't know that I'll like go binge watch it. Um, but I do think. Uh, so there, are, some of my friends will be like, "Hey, recommend me like a cute show." I'm feeling sad, or if something happens, I'll be like, "Hey, let's watch this. Like, it's really cool and nice." Ah, uh,
1: and you think you would and recommend I, I think- Sakamoto?
0: Yeah, I think this would definitely be a show I would recommend for that, if someone is, like, feeling down and just wanting to, like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: watch something nice.
1: Well, there's a lot of other shows that are things that uh, I'm waiting to watch with other people, so maybe I'll just binge Sakamoto.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, your friends that you watch a lot of anime with would really like this.
1: Oh, maybe. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind, thanks.
0: All right, so this was our review of haven't you heard I'm Sakamoto mm-hmm. um uh, you can find us on tbdpodcast.tumblr.com. uh in the next week we might be undergoing some changes that might mess with the feed a little bit on iTunes uh just bear with us it should get it should get straightened out pretty quickly
1: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
0: What are we watching next time?
1: Oh my gosh, I've done it again. Are you
0: going to Are you going to We've got a viewer request.
1: We do have a viewer request.
0: How about We've had this viewer request for a few weeks and we totally forgot about it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but it's got to be it's got to be one that I haven't seen mm-hmm. and I think you've seen all of them. Mm. And I've seen A good bit, but not, like, the newer ones.
1: Okay, um...
0: Should I just say it? I
1: mean, you're talking about Scooby-Doo, right? Scooby-Doo. Yeah, we've had this uh, in our back pocket for a while now, (laughs) unfortunately. But but we're doing it now. We're actually doing it. Um, But which Scooby-Doo we should watch, um, a lot of them are very episodic. You've... I've seen a lot of
0: the, like, older Scooby-Doo when I was younger, obviously. And I saw, like, five episodes of the 2012 one that's on Netflix.
1: Uh, You mean Mystery Incorporated?
0: I think so. Mm. The one that you watched all of. Hold on, I'm Googling all of the different uh, Scooby-Doo series. I guess we could go, like original original when did the very first scooby-doo come out hold on oh 1969 yeah
1: a long time ago
0: i'm not sure i've seen that one
1: i'm pretty sure you've seen that one
0: you are well yeah i like some episodes here and there but i didn't watch it like in order
1: how about we just say we're watching scooby-doo next time and then we do some research (laughs) between this and the next episode and when y'all see the title for next week's episode you'll know what we're watching
0: <laughs> You'll know which Scooby Doo. All
1: right. Look forward to that.
0: Bye. Bye.